hold my hand. Let's go far away. Some place where our insecurities don't know our name. Take your clothes off. Come lay with me. Leave your worries at the door. It's safe in here, I promise. Proceeding to undress you, I kiss every inch of your body. Running my hands down your back, I whisper into your ear. When to make a home of ourselves. So hey guys, um, <laughs> this is still weird to see, but welcome back to my podcast. Today we're starting a new series, Love and Emotions, and today's episode title is Me and My Big Heart. And today I'm recording with someone like really special, okay, you guys have probably seen him on my story once or twice. Hey there. <laughs> hey, how you doing? I'm good, how are you? I'm doing good, I'm doing good. I'm glad you are doing this. This is... <laughs> Such Long a great, overdue. Yes, but it's such a good uh, step in your creative journey. Mm-hmm, it is. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy about it, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What do you have for us today, sir? Um. Well, for everyone who may not know me, who may, you know, be great, great followers of you, I'm Rodney Perry. I actually run and produce a podcast in the states uh, called the simply king podcast and essentially i i like to consider my podcast a show filled with evergreen and topical uh conversations and um okay. and, and monologues <laughs> how you gonna guess <laughs> so so certainly come certainly come and um and, and, and if you're interested in things like that, which I believe we all are, come mm-hmm. and uh, meet some of the interesting people and the interesting topics that I discuss on a weekly basis. That's the Simply King podcast. But, and I've had Eddie Can on uh, once, once, and um, I'm glad, I'm so glad that you are doing this and having us back. But you are a, you are the uh, quintessential mushy okay. emotional person right? that's a large word go on mm-hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> i'm glad i'm glad that you want to talk about this i really am and i was wondering like i guess what why do you think you're drawn to like love and emotion and just romance as a whole in terms of your writing and your work and yeah. And just all that, because I believe I'm I'm drawn to it as well. Mm-hmm, but I would mm-hmm. love to know why that's a center of what you do. Yeah, um, I think like for me, it's I think that it's the easiest thing in court to relate to as humans, like whether we like to admit it or not. Mm-hmm. Every single day, you encounter feelings of whether it's love or like hate, generally emotions. Do you get what I mean? So um, I think for me, being like a poet is really just being a voice that nobody wants to um, think that they need. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm trying to help you say stuff you know you want to say, but like, like I led to... Um, to try to look for the right word you're just not there yet okay you just need someone to help you say this thing so i just think that love is really 
um, the most talked about emotion, but like the least experienced, if mm. we're being honest. Least yeah. experienced, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think, why do you think that it's the least experienced? Um, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I think that for, for, to begin with, people don't really have it right from the get-go okay mm. like so like we grew up with like all these ideas and notions of what it's actually supposed to be That's you know it. like let me for example like i'm african like we have we probably have the wildest notions of what love should be really you know like you have to marry for the money you know like you need the man do, do you know what i mean like these are things that you go like you teach your child at the early age of five like what you know, mm-hmm. like, you, you start telling her early on that you have to, you know, like, if he doesn't have money, he cannot love you, right? Mm. I mean, that's not the kind of thing you want to grow up on, okay? Because, like, that's why you have, like, 20-something-year-old women. And then they're like, oh, so, so what are you looking for in a man? Oh, he has to have money. That's not wrong. Okay, but, like, when that's the basis of what you're looking for, uh, yes, it is. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So, like, okay. large a large number of people, like, barely don't, like, they don't even know what they're looking for. They don't even know what it is to begin with. So, it's, like, really, I mean, literally everybody has a boyfriend or, like, a husband or, like, whatever these days. But, like, are you really in love? Are you, like, do you really even know what that means? Can you say you've experienced it at least, at least once or, like, twice? Mm. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. No, that's, I get what you're saying. I think, um... I think for me, I think yeah. what I came to see, how I have how I came to understand love, I see it as one of the one of the easiest emotions to express, to have, uh-huh. to uh-huh. Or, to uh-huh. exist. I think things like um, every other emotion I believe has a lot more layers, but I feel like love is yeah, so it's so uh, simple and easy uh-huh. and foundational. Uh-huh. But I yeah. think that we um, we complicate it with semantics, yes, with we like do. what you said, with yes, you know customs and religion and mm-hmm. um, and expectations and just expect yeah and expectations. So to me, I don't know. I think I'm drawn I'm drawn to it for the simple fact that I feel like in my family, I feel like I didn't see too many just healthy mm-hmm. examples of mm-hmm. you know of what I wanted what in my own life mm-hmm. and what mm-hmm. love looked like just actualized mm-hmm. in front of me, like, damn, that is love. Look at them, you know? Yeah, <laughs> and just admiring you. that. And um, and I think, you know, especially in America, I feel like we romanticize love to this very to this very fairy tale level. Exactly. Like it's not real, you guys. Like yeah. I want it to be, <laughs> but yeah. it's not. Yeah. 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 I would love yeah, I would love for some of the things I've seen in movies to be real too. I would like to be the, you know, head executive of some random ad agency and <laughs> I have all the time in the world to do whatever the fuck I wanted to do and I don't know mm-hmm. why and I can just date women all day like of course who wouldn't want that life <laughs> but that I is know. definitely not real the real world yeah I think we just have to get our notions and like our foundational knowledge right yes I agree yeah I agree I agree yes, I yeah I agree but do you um I guess I wonder so because you're you're right now you're you're you know in a whole new place, and mm-hmm. I know what it's like being in a whole new place, mm-hmm. and 
for me, when I moved to a whole new place, I came I came for love, you know, um, yeah. as well as you know work and just advancing my life. You came you came yeah. to you know pretty much to advance your life to a new in a new place. Is yeah. is it being in a whole new country where they speak you know half the people or most of the people probably speak a second language and all those different things yeah. that you may not be mm-hmm. as familiar with. How is I guess how is dating? Are you dating? Do you care to date right now? Are you like super? <laughs> are you super focused? Are you even social right now? Like how how mm. how has that been for you in terms of like just your social life and just yeah. and ha- has has anybody really kind of you know caught your eye at all? No. Um, no. I mean, <laughs> no. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, I think moving to to Italy like mm-hmm. was really interesting for me. I mean, challenging like for the most part for like ninety percent of it. Of That's course. another whole episode. But like, yeah, um, I was excited actually to like you know explore because I'm not we're not really allowed by. I would say societal reason to do that back home, like in like be free as you would in like it's Europe. Okay, like people are wild. Do you get what I mean? But um yeah. I actually have dated I did date like one Italian dude. Mm. Ciao. Yeah, it was interesting with like, ciao. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really? know no Italian. I don't know no Italian girl. <laughs> no, 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 but no, but that's good. That's like I mean, you hear that like on an average of a thousand times a day, so that's good. Oh, look at me. Um, <laughs> I know. Um, it was interesting for me because first, like, we were like entirely different people. Mm-hmm. Okay, like he probably spoke five English words, Damn. which was "Hey, babe," "Good morning," "How are you." And the, obviously the I love you one. Um, but I think the thing that interested me the most was he played the piano. Okay, mm. like he's good. Okay, like he's good. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, I think I'm just generally drawn to people who can create. Okay. Um, yeah, so that I think I think that was the selling point for me. But to be honest, it got hard. Like I was, I'm not, I'm not even like ashamed to say it, it got really hard because. We were barely talking because, like, I didn't even understand what this nigga was saying. Like, it would just be like, after hey, and he would just look at me like, I just smile. I'm like, what you, what you want? What you talk to me? Say something. Mm. And then he would have to like, even when we're texting, he has to go and like, have to translate. And I mean, it just needs. I mean, it's not an entirely bad thing to do if you really want to, but it just needs patience. And I'm not just like there right now. No, nah, that's I mean? real. Yeah, that's real. You in, yeah. in school and there's a lot on Do your. You know plate. what I mean? I have yeah, I have books to read. I'm not about to wait for some Italian guy to translate what he has to say to me. In like that's real. That's thirty real. minutes. I, I mean, I wonder what was. I guess in my mind, I think I'm thinking like, what was his experience with you? Then you know, I know like because I, I, I know he couldn't. <laughs> I know he only understood, you know, half of what you were saying too. Or half, he had like to sit barely there, even half. And mm-hmm. you had to like, you know, I'm not sure if you was translating <laughs> back what you were saying or you was expecting him to do the same for you when you were speaking. Yeah. You know. I don't know. Yeah. It's that's that's intriguing. It's extremely intriguing to me. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I don't know. Do you um, you, you thought you said something that I, I wanted to, you know, 
you spoke to something that I wanted to ask you. Know, I want you to kind of expand okay. on it a little bit. But why do you think okay. you're drawn to creatives? Like, is, is that something that you've noticed with everyone that you've been, like, infatuated with? You know, that they all have some type of creative, like, talent or, or interest. Yes. Um, actually... Because I think, like, maybe people, maybe creatives themselves don't even know. But, like, I think that it's powerful what we have to do. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because, like, I mean, if we're being honest, your life is, like, a life of sacrifice, to be honest. Because, like, you have to go through a million things you don't want to have to go through just to, you know, create art for the next person. Yeah. Or, like, for, like, you know, whatever reason that you have to. So, it's, like, your mind is, like, I don't know for lack of a better word, beautiful. Okay, mm-hmm. it's like, I just like to watch people, like how they think, how they like, whatever, like they're most interested in what they talk about, how their eyes like light up and all that. So I just like to be, even if we're like, we're not like together, I just like to be around this kind of people because it just keeps you going. You know what I mean? And like, you know that you're not mm-hmm. alone. You know that. Because like, for example, if like right now, like we're probably not the only ones recording about like this love and emotions type of thing we're talking about. It's probably like, a million other people doing the same thing, just trying to get a particular message out. So it's just like we're all part of one big, um, so I say movement, all trying to, you know, help the people, basically. So yeah, I, I think that's why. I, I, I like that. I like that. I think, to me, I've, uh, I've grown to believe that we all have a... Because I, I know there are so many people who, who will state that they don't have a, like a creative bone in their body is a common phrase. Yeah. I don't. I I think I push back on that notion just for the simple fact of we have regulated um, an artist or creativity to um, to very tangible things sometimes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. the to the things that have been you know put in museums and. And yeah. books have been written about specific forms, and they are teaching yeah. people how to do the specific um, art form. And I think that's yeah. all that people see as an actual art. Because I know for a long time, mm-hmm. I didn't even consider myself a, a creative, even though everybody around me was creative, even though I constantly was, you know, writing and and you know, at an early age, drawing all the time. But still, did not consider myself that. Just because um, of, because of the notion of you know the extremely eccentric uh, artist, like I'm thinking that's what you got to be to be an artist. You got to be this yeah. eccentric individual and have this outstanding, very eclectic personality. Mm, and you just have a kind of look. Have a certain look, mm-hmm, and on top of that, mm-hmm. you do what you do effortlessly, and you do it all the time you think about it all the time you can't go a day without drawing or a day without writing or a day without painting something and for me i had you know i had small small interest in certain visual arts and things like that but i think my biggest talent is my voice is you know my my ability to speak and i think that wasn't that wasn't pedestal to be a a art form to a certain degree (laughs) And when I and I, I had to come in a realization and admit it to myself that I only was out creative, but my talent is my voice. I I met so many different creative people in my day, and the thing that almost all of them had in common because they were the the model creative, like they were extremely talented artists in different mm-hmm. forms. 
but mm-hmm. they hated speaking in public. They hated having to just have a million conversations or express a feeling about themselves or have to explain their art or do anything just in terms of just a long form of communication or any yeah. type of prepared or calculated communication. It just seemed like too much of a task. It's just like, they just like, look, I just I just drew the shit. And yeah. <laughs> if you like it, you like it. Like, if it's, you don't. It's, it's straightforward. And it may mean more, and it, for some it may mean more, it may be deeper uh, emotions around some of the art that they make, but vocalizing that isn't really in their interest because they that's why they did it. Like They've expressed it, they've communicated the idea by creating a piece of work. Um, yeah. So I think that's the whole thing, but for me, and we'll keep it on love, because I was about to take it down a whole nother place. <laughs> Hold your horses, sir. Yeah, I'm hold. I'm let me hold. Let me, <laughs> let me pull it back. You know, I get going. But um, I do want to know, like, because you, you know, being in these kind of like loving situations and everything, right? Uh, um, do you believe there's ever been a moment where you, I guess, um, because if love is so you know easy, I uh, think the intensity. As you know, so it, it's, it, it can vary, right? How much yeah. how much you love someone. Do you think you've ever been in a, 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 a situation where you felt that someone loved you more than, uh, than you loved them? Like they just had way more emotions and way more passionate interest in this relationship yeah. or situation that you guys were in? Has that, do you think you've yeah. ever been in that situation or vice versa? Yeah, yeah definitely. Mm. And how was that? Um, every for like half the time, I always felt like a very mean person because I wasn't because I understand the importance of reciprocating love. Okay, yes. like like I have to meet you halfway or like some way, like some like, like at some point. Do you get what I mean? But it was just like like I wasn't feeling how this person was feeling. Mm. Okay, like I did care about them like a great deal. Okay, like literally, like there was this point in my life where like literally anything that happened, I would want to tell him first. Okay, but like he just was seeing us in a light that I wasn't. Mm. I mean, I did. I mean, I did like think about it for like probably a night, but like that was about it. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. But like. I've been there as well. So I know that it's it's, a, it's the worst place that you want to be, to be honest. Because it's like, what am I doing wrong? Like, what, what more can I do? Why, why isn't this person seeing me as I'm seeing them? And it's hard because, like, like for me, I either love, like, I don't know how to half love. Do you mm. get what I mean? I either, I either love, love you. Like, do you get what I mean? I either love hard or, like, I'm like, uh, we're not there. You know what I mean? I was actually going to talk about that next because, like, yeah, and I, and I would say because um, there's no point in holding back, to be honest. Like, there's, mm-hmm. like, there's... I was going to talk about, like, danger of half-loving. There's no point, to be honest, because, like, your heart is going to get broken whether you like it or not. It might not be this person. It might be the next... It might not even be, like, a relationship. Mm, okay, so, that. like... You know what I mean? Like, I so uh, there's no point in not giving it your all. Because you need to be able to say, see, like, I enjoyed this person. Okay, like, I enjoyed yes. this moment. And I would not even give it up for, like, a million bucks. Like, I was present. I was, like, 
in there like i give it i give i give up i give it my all do you get what i mean because like i mean mm-hmm. i think so many people are like careful these days trying to protect what is still going to get broken anyways that you know that's it you that's a word that's a word right mm. there. i swear i i just I, don't, I agree with you so on so many levels i feel like i speak to so many women over time that have talked mm. about you know them trying to do certain things and and certain just do all this mental gymnastics to mental and emotional gymnastics to just back. to just to hold back or to not set themselves up for you know mm. a, a, a deeper blow uh, or, or no just point. or just trying to prevent vulnerability trying their best to prevent vulnerability That's and no um, point. and I mean men do it all the time too like. Mm. In terms of you know, they have all these feelings, they have all these emotions, and and nine times out of ten, they just want to. I think a lot of women know that the yeah. men that they're with are mm-hmm. uh, have a lot of feelings for them, um, yeah. have a lot of emotions for them. But I don't think mm-hmm. I don't think it's not I don't think it's um, wrong for wanting them to uh, affirm that you know affirm what yeah. you kind of feel and see. Like, do yeah. you feel this way? I don't want to assume that you do. Mm-hmm, I feel mm-hmm, that you do, mm-hmm, but I want to. Mm-hmm. I want you to say it. And I think a lot of men kind of, you know, drop the ball in that uh, arena for just not being either uh, brave enough to express it, uh, vulnerable enough to express whatever it yeah. is that they feel yeah. for each other, for that for that person. And um, mm-hmm. I think for me, it's been um, hell of a. Uh, it's it's came with you know it's pros and cons for me because mm-hmm. I I feel like I came out the womb very expressive. I was an expressive <laughs> child. I was an expressive, yeah. you know, teenager. And that was, you know, very strange and weird because I think I put myself in situations where. Shouldn't have been. <laughs> I, I wouldn't even say I shouldn't have been because I was just being me learning as I went. So yeah, true. I say it was true. like, but I do remember being able to vocalize my feelings at an early age and that scaring the shit mm. out of, you know, the young mm. girls I was trying to, you know, that I was interested in. Because yeah. I'm sitting here like, fucking like really, uh, like proclaiming my love <laughs> for them <laughs> at fucking fifteen and fourteen, With a and they're in your and yeah, and they're just <laughs> and they're just they're just like, I mean, I like you, <laughs> I mean, like, like I really like you. I don't know, I don't know if I can say all of what you just said, but I really, yeah, you know, I really like, like you, and um, and it, uh-huh. I think it definitely created this. Uh, this intimidation factor in terms of just expression because it was like I would lay it on real thick, you know, just to yeah. make my point. I would lay it on really thick and that's not, you know, and I think I, I learned how to be me- more measured and in my mm-hmm. understanding mm-hmm. And, and for mm-hmm. me to not even like hold back, but give them understand like, okay, I see what they, what they're giving me and yeah. I can give them, I can give them all of this. So they know exactly where I'm at, and I've I've even yeah. noticed in moments where you know, it's been like, I didn't want to say I love you because I didn't know if you was gonna say it back <laughs> type of shit, you know. Yeah. And I don't know, I don't know. It's it's interesting to me because I do think it's possible. I've literally broken up with someone because I know she loved me more than I loved her, and, um, yeah. and it was it was hard. Yeah. Like she hated me for mm-hmm. a long time. But like, it's just not fair. She hated me for a long, I'm talking about a long time <laughs> because it was just that deep. You know, I think, uh, um, 
I think I didn't I didn't realize how much she may have um, meditated on the possibility. You know, mm-hmm. I think you know because we were mm-hmm. acquaintances, and I think I was certainly one of those guys that was like, this could never, this probably would never happen, but this would be nice. You know, like mm-hmm. he seems like mm-hmm. he would be good for me. Um, yeah. And then once I kind of show interest, I think she, you know, kind of like was like, okay, I mean, if this is gonna happen, this is gonna happen. And so once it started yeah. to happen, uh, it was really just um, certain things that she would say that I couldn't reciprocate because it was just not in me. Like she would just tell me how perfect uh. how perfect I am and how she feels I'm the perfect man for her and how much she feels about this and feels about that. And I was honestly, I was, yeah. I was just happy to, to like have someone and feel good to be with her and the type of person oh. that she was at the time. And because um, we were really friends, you know? We were really great friends. And I feel like we were, we just, I don't know, we just had a really incredible understanding and connection. And to me, I seen that as the, the, st- the start of the foundation for something great. You know, I feel that we could have built to that. I feel like I could have earned the emotion that she already had, you know? Oh. I feel like, we're, you can't start me at the finish line, you know? Mm-hmm, and that's how mm-hmm. I felt. I felt like if I was to stay with this woman, I would have, I don't know, I feel like I would in, almost innately, you know, manipulate. Because it's like, yeah. she's already given me so much power in this. She's always giving, she already giving me credit for things I haven't even done or haven't even shown her. You know, she's she's built this perception based off of, just the way that she knew me before we were together. So she's adding that into my credibility as a, you know, as a partner. And I don't know, I just didn't feel like that was earned. I didn't feel like that was justified. I just didn't, it didn't feel good and it didn't feel right. And um, she hated me for a long time. I'm talking about, it was a long time. I I mean, it was partly my fault too, in terms of like timing (laughs) when I like came to figure this out because it was literally the day after uh, Valentine's Day. And wow. yeah, yeah. But it was like, I remember asking my mom, like, do you, I was like, cause I, I, knew, I knew I should do it before Valentine's Day. And I asked her like, should I do this before the day? Or do I do this, you know, like when do I do this? Like, yeah. like which one, like it's, Breaking up is not easy. And I tell people mm-hmm. all the time, like, there's no easy way to break up. You know, it's always going to be strange. It's always going to be weird. It's not going to be comfortable, whatever. And um, I just knew that it was going to be bad no matter what the situation, like, what day I chose, the day before, the day of, the day after. I just knew. And my mom was like, she thinks the day after would be the best. <laughs> <laughs> not on the day. Not on yeah. the day, and for damn sure not uh, before, so she can be sad on the day, you know? So, like, mm. you know, at least show her a good time. But she knew it. She felt it. You know, she felt there was something wrong. She felt there was something going on. And um, and I felt so bad. I really did. I really felt bad. Like, I really um, just felt, I, 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 like, damn near felt and seen her heart, you know, kind of, like, crack, you know, right there in front of me. And um, like I said, she really did not like me for a long time. Uh-huh, <laughs> it was uh-huh. it was very clear. 
it was so so clear that she did not like me. But we eventually uh, talked and hashed out a lot years later, um, and she expressed just a lot of you know emotions, a lot of things to me, and um, and why she reacted in that way, and why she felt so many ways about it, and and all of that. And um, I think we we definitely are way better friends and everything now and um but it but it was it was weird it was it was definitely a weird situation though for a minute it was a weird situation for a minute but um do you think do you think there's um do you think there's like a difference in um in being in love and just having love for a person um I think that there is actually being mm. in love and having love. Um, huh. I think being in love is a thing that I would say the difference being in love. I have so many answers running through my mind, but like, me too. I think, <laughs> I think that, um, I think having love is just like I think that I'll say it's just like a sign of respect. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're not necessarily backing it up like with so much, um, I would say, emotional, you know, semantics or like emotional action. It's just mm-hmm. like, you know, I have love for you. I want to see like, you know, you do great or like. Mm-hmm. I think you just say like having love is like something you'd have for family. I don't know. Mm. But like, <clears throat> I mean, yeah, just 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 like the example I would like to use, yeah. like being in love is, it's like the verb verb. Do you know what I mean? Like it has to, you have to do stuff to make sure the person knows, like mm. I'm here with you. Okay, it's like a state. Yeah. Okay, so like I'm in love with you. Like where we have to be right here together. I have to you know, do whatever I have to do to continuously show you that, look, like, Mm -hmm. this is where I stand. Mm -hmm. Okay, so um, I think most of the time, the parts of both of them can cross. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Probably by error or by, like, um, desire. I don't know. But, yeah, I think being in love is the state of just, like, of, like, action. Do you know what I mean? Like, having love is passive. Like, just like, okay, you're my friend. Damn. You know, okay. like, I would want to take care of you. I just want, if you're sick, you know, I'll probably buy you drugs, but I won't care, like, like too much. Or, like, I'll probably go to sleep, like, after I've given you the drug. But, yeah. like, if I'm in love, I'll just, like, wait up and just, like, watch you, um, you know, and hope you get better. So being in love is more intense, I would say. It's more action-focused um, than just having love. Okay, okay. Mm, I like I like the way you put that. I really do. Um, I don't know. I, I think I like go back and forth with this all the time, with yeah. this question all the time. Because <laughs> it was, um, I think it was a uh, philosophy class that I took in school that he asked us, like, you know, he said he said our, our generation or not even our generation, but people in general tend to. Mm. Um, create this new level Mm. like we we like in philosophy we have um 
we we essentially created something that never was asked for Uh, in uh. terms of like love wasn't enough Uh. and and being in love was the he said that being in love is theorized to be the uh, almost kind of like the intensity for you know yeah. this kind of unconditional for this mm-hmm. uh, this new level mm-hmm. to to separate trying to reach to, yeah to separate and to intensify feeling and it caught mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. and he said yeah. that all of you who believe in you know love and being in love all of you are still going to have different reasons true he was like true. even when you're you know with whoever you're in love with the reason why you're in love with them and the reason why they're in love with you may be two different reasons and, mm-hmm. and he said that he said the only thing that i worry about when it comes to the notion of being in love and that i think this is the part that fucked me up was that <laughs> we create we create rules and we create mm. Like mm-hmm, you're mm-hmm. not in love. You're not in love with me if you do this. That's you're, that's it. And you're that's in love. Like, and you're in love all. with me if you do this. So it's like you did this, so you can't be in love with me. So there's mm-hmm. there's like actions that show that you're not, and actions that show that you are. And Which each person, there are different right. conditions to that. Mm-hmm. And some mm-hmm. of those conditions can be, you know, extremely intense. Cause he, yeah. cause one thing that I've like filled in a blank on was those conditions that I've noticed when he said that I immediately thought about women that I've dated who said that, you know, they, they create fucking seven levels and seven <laughs> like stories of just how to get to, to in love, to the in love stage, you know, mm, like so this is what say, you have to do. Yeah. Like I have to trust you. I have to, you know, feel this way and I have to feel that way. And I'm like, damn. No, like don't. just to get to love, <laughs> like just to get to love, to then in, then to even be in love, and I and I'm like, for me, that's why I always say love is simple. Love is simple, so simple, yeah. Because to me, it. yeah, and we complicate it while you're trying to make the prerequisite for love to something that I'm not gonna be able to even get with you unless time passes, unless experiences mm-hmm, happen. Mm-hmm, you can't mm-hmm, trust mm-hmm. me out the gate. So, yeah, like so I, you can't hold love hostage from me because I think that's an easy out for people too. You know, mm-hmm. you can always you can always comfortably exit a uncomfortable relationship or situation if you can say I mean, I don't love you though like you know, mm-hmm. I, like <laughs> saying love, you yeah. know, because you've already set this expectation that you have you have to go through these specific, you know, milestones to even get to that point even Mm -hmm. if because to me i feel like that's just uh a cop out to being honest with yourself you know it's like Uh you always have this like safety net to your uh to not your i think that is a defense mechanism in a way you know it's like i have this view because it's a one of like defensiveness it's one of like protection from my heart instead of just admitting it and living in it you know, because it's a lot mm-hmm. easier to sit here in front and put up this mask that you are like, like it takes a lot for you to give somebody love and for somebody to be able to love you and that exchange to occur. So that way you can keep that control. You know, you can like, well, you know what I mean? I don't know if I really love you like that and, and this and that. And, and, he, and he even um, gave the example of like 
a lot of how how men use it sometimes in terms mm-hmm. of like marriage and things like that. It's like, well, I'm not in love with you. That's why I ain't asked you to marry me. So it's like, I believe it exists, but I believe that why why it exists and the way that people use the uh, phenomenon of being in love to their own benefit um, can really weigh, you know, have its like positive and negatives, you know, because because I think that's something that people literally can just throw in your face, you know, like, well, I'm not in love with you. So why would we even do that? Why would we even go to the next level? Why would we we're not there yet? You know, um, I feel like I see that so often or or better yet, like, I don't know. I just I feel like I've seen that just in so many different instances. But to, in terms I, I, I truly my answer is short when it comes to this question. I truly believe that love comes with conditions. I don't think love is this <clears throat> unconditional emotion. Just yeah. because I feel that love isn't, love can shift, love can change. You know, I don't believe, uh, I believe, I, I'm a firm believer that hate isn't the opposite of love, but just a different version of it, you know? Uh. Um, so for me, I believe it does come with conditions. Do you believe that love is a conditional, is conditional or unconditional? Or can it be um, unconditional? <laughs> I mean, unless you're God, but no. Thank you. I mean, as much as we want to paint ourselves as the perfect versions of human beings that we should be, mm-hmm. you cannot want something from someone who says that they love you, no matter how little or insignificant it is. Mm. It's like it might be as it might be as silly as saving my name as babe, yeah. Or it might be as you know as um, silly as you know I don't know picking up my favorite you know like chocolate when you're coming home from work. Yeah. It might not seem like that big of a deal as compared to someone that wants her boyfriend to send her money every month, but that's a condition too. Yes. So like whether you want to admit it or not, um, yeah, it's conditional. It's just like in stages, I would say, or like in levels, still the same thing. So it is conditional. I agree. And, and I, yeah. I, I remember with my girlfriend now, I'm, I'm very, I'm very, yeah, I'm, I'm a philosophical thinker. And it's hard for me. Yeah. And I blame, I blame me and my, you know, best friend and old roommate for us having a million different conversations in our, in our apartment with each other about yeah. all these things that how we feel about life. And it certainly has um, <laughs> hardened, hardened our hearts and softened our hearts all at once. But I do believe I do believe in that. And she got so like taken back by that that I said I was like, no, my love has conditions. And she was like, really? Like I'm like, yes. There's certain uh-huh. things you cannot just do to me and expect me to continue to love you in the same exactly. like capacity. Like the love mm. I have for you mm. at this point mm. will never go away. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't make love go away from anyone that I've ever been in love with or loved a lot, because that's just how your heart works. I think people see love as this thing you got to ration, as if it's uh, like a memory card or or, mm-hmm, or money, mm-hmm. something that can actually run out. There's not. There's. It's, it's, it's infinite. I don't have to be stingy with this. You know, I, I have an endless amount. 
it's the cloud. You feel me? Like your lo- love yeah. is like the cloud. So how much you trying to get today? How much? Yeah, how much you really trying <laughs> to get? So I, I told her like it's it's definitely conditional, and I'm not striving for it to be for me to even get to a, mm. a mindset of unconditional love where you could genuinely yeah. do anything. Because to me, I I see that as as a a, a road to you know a very toxic relationship. Yeah, to kind of yeah, like to because you're welcoming you yourself. Yeah, because mm-hmm. even though you're welcoming this concept and this idea for positive reasons, it's just to, not going to work. It, it can it can quickly turn left, and that be thrown in your face, that be um, or brought back into your mind because you want to uh, tell yourself not to leave, tell yourself to stay. Even if, even though it's against your best interest, because you kept telling yeah. yourself you believe in unconditional love, because we don't, we we genuinely do not like lying to ourselves, right? <laughs> yeah. And I think that's what creates our anxieties. I think that's what creates a lot of our like just quick, swift actions that just don't make sense on why the hell we did them. All of that, you mm. know. I feel like we genuinely yeah. don't move like that. But yeah. um, but we act that way all the time, you know. I think we we. I don't know. I don't know. But I I, I love I love your take on it though. I love your take. On, I love that you started <laughs> off with like unless you got. I mean, because <laughs> I mean, like, conditions who like, are you Yeah, like and, and I think we gotta just be real with ourselves on when it comes mm-hmm, to that. Mm-hmm. I really feel like we mm-hmm. just can't sit here, and I don't know. I feel like we have made love into the. I'm not sure if you guys have uh, some type of urban legends. We have like the boogeyman, right? Yeah. I feel like they make love into the antithesis of the boogeyman. Like if there's this mm. like, if the boogeyman is this absolute darkness and evil, scary thing, then love yeah. is this absolute happy, you know, beautiful. Uh, yeah, it's just high and mighty. High and perfect, mighty. Untouchable. Perfect untouchable thing like you who know? are you kidding don't tarnish love don't no, make love like, this way um even, love even, is as real as skin like yeah but but even even when you think about like just the concepts that we're given in terms of uh religion and practices you know god is love the fact that that's a phrase mm-hmm. you know yeah so that should show that, you how perfect mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To, to show you how high you should hold this up you know and yeah. I guess to me, I see I see it in a different perspective. It's all about perspective for me because to me, I still see that as a simple one, you know, because yeah. it's a simple understanding. Uh-huh. If I believe that he exists and he he is pre- he he or she is present in my life, yeah. then how then I can feel that same way about love, you know. To me, I to me, I seen it as more of a, a simile than a than yeah. a, a grand statement of importance. Like this is mm. where this is at. Love is at that level. It's God level, you know. Not more mm. so. I see it as like God is like love. Love is like God, you know. It's it's mm. everywhere. It's in everything, you know. I feel that's how I at least how I process it and how I make it make sense and not make my head blow up, you know. <laughs> um, just because that's you know you can get so deep with we can get so deep with certain things and I'm a deep person naturally. And there's certain things I like I to you. I like to keep it I like to keep it on as the, is. on, the, on the, as is and on the top of the iceberg instead of mm. you know getting deeper and colder and colder and the deeper I go um, 
But I do have one last question for you. Okay. And that is, and I guess it's kind of in line with this kind of you know conditional situation when it comes to our emotions and love. But do you believe, and I'm asking this in a specific open fashion, <laughs> do you believe in soulmates? Um, yes. But okay. not like in the way that we think. Mm, girl, go ahead. Because <laughs> I just knew, I just knew we was, the, go ahead. No, I ain't even going to assume. Go ahead. Because like, I feel like when everybody thinks of soulmates, think about it perfect match made in heaven dropped down to the earth yes for them um i mean a soulmate i mean can be your best friend a soulmate can even be your sibling mm. it's just a perfect aligning of souls and intentions and like emotions that's it i feel like we overthink it's like oh my god soulmate and then your heart starts to beat no like if if you're if you're genuinely at peace if you're genuinely um, happy if you're genuinely content if you're just like free around this person like I hate to break it to you but <laughs> that's your soulmate okay like we don't it, it's not reserved for a specific opposite gender or for like you know whoever mm -hmm. you end up marrying you will not even marry your soulmates oh, somebody probably be, right? probably be the next guy probably be the guy that helped you helped your husband to hold the ring okay <laughs> so it's just like <laughs> I mean yeah it's just it's just a perfect aligning of like like I said, of like, of like souls, basically, of like emotions, of like, I mean, this person just makes you feel like, you know, you can take like deep breaths around them and just feel safe. Okay. That's it. Oh, girl, I love your mind. I tell you, I love <laughs> it. Cause you, cause you, cause, cause I genuinely, I genuinely feel the same way. Mm. Um, and yet again, I think that's a, 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 a contentious, uh, moment for me sometimes when I when I want to express that because it's kind of like, ugh, like you don't even like believe in the one you don't believe like you know? damn like you don't believe love is a condition you lead it and it's like oh my god like but like imagine how free I feel though mm -hmm. imagine how mm -hmm. free I feel that I'm not holding myself to this standard of love is yeah. unconditional. I only need to find one person in this world, one no, person in this no. world that I that I'm like, really truly meant to be with. I'm putting how? extreme limits on my life mm -hmm, right now, mm -hmm. and I don't want to live like that. I don't want to think that way. And in all honesty, it don't feel like that's how life should be. There's so much pressure on the person, even like you have to yeah. give me everything. You have to make me happy. You have to teach me. You have to teach me how to cook. I need to learn how to drive from you. I need to learn how to do makeup from you. You need to teach me how to. It's like, wow. Can you let the person breathe, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. I, I think for me, I, 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 just, I, 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 I literally echo everything you just said, genuinely, because I, I feel like I've met my, I feel like I've met some of my soulmates, uh, especially in terms of friends, you know, just because of the, mm -hmm the literal i think uh what's the word uh synchronicity that we yeah. like discovered within our relationship you know That's what i'm saying it. like mm -hmm. the fact that my two, two of two of my like best uh male friends the fact that we can um my roommate Benny Roosevelt my old roommate Benny Roosevelt um shout out to him incredible artist everybody check him out but 
me and him literally would be on like similar cycles of like sleep and and just just so many different just human mm-hmm. functions. It was strange, you know, like if I was feeling sleepy while I was in class or sleepy as I'm like driving home after class, he, I would walk into the door most days and he would be like taking a nap. Like it would be too much of a coincidence after a while. Mm-hmm. And then it was mm-hmm. moments where we would have been together and we both are tired. And we've like literally pulled all over to the side of the road just to nap because mm-hmm. it was like this odd, weird, just energy of like, because you're sleepy, I'm sleepy, or maybe it's vice versa. Either way, we need to sleep. Or just yeah. all those different <clears throat> feelings and, and mm-hmm. vibes. We The way that we were uh, around people when we had to entertain in our apartment, we were flowing. It was almost like we were just one voice at times. You know, It was just very interesting because I would know what he's thinking, he would know what I'm thinking. We would catch each other's yeah. social cues with, the, with ease that we don't even have to explain. And um, and we would mm-hmm. keep it moving, you know, um, but we also still had this individuality in these different, and we still exactly. operate in our important. own minds. Mm-hmm. That's what made it like mm-hmm. an incredible mm-hmm. thing. But we truly yeah. felt like we were each other's id and, and ego, you know, in a lot of situations, yeah. depending on where we were. You know, when it came to the things that I felt like I was good at, I felt like I was playing up his, you know, I was playing up his ego, and I was doing, yeah. I was saying everything that he might not even know how to say, and. For me, it was in, mm. for him. It was the difference in um, in certain social situations where he would be able to say what I might not have compliment thought to say you. Mm. and compliment me, and it was just mm-hmm. we would compliment each other extremely well. And then you have my other friend who, who I feel like we were all we were our energies were forever drawn to each other. Like we literally, his phone was forever broke. I never knew his class schedule, but we seen each other every day. Like mm. it would just happen. We would just eventually get to the same place. Um, yeah. and there's certain people that I've barely ever seen in, you know, in, at school, but I would see this man every single day. It wasn't like we had a meetup spot. It wasn't like we made sure we always linked at a certain time. It would be, it would just happen. I would yeah, never have to look it. for him. I would never have to ask him where he's at. I would, he would, we would come to each other, you know? Um, and I used to tell people that I would like folks would be like, hey, have you uh, tried to call Jawanza? Did you, uh. Have you seen him? What I was like, nah, just stick with me. <laughs> like, just run, just walk with me. You know, we're going to run into him, you know? Yeah. But I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But, damn. I don't yeah, know. Did you, did, you have, did, did you have Did you have any, um, anything else to say? Um, I think that the one, I think like the one final thing we should talk about mm-hmm. is... Um, just like really relating to the topic, me and my big heart. I feel mm-hmm. like most of the time people feel guilty about feeling too much. Mm-hmm. And then there's like tags about like being too sensitive. There's no such thing. Mm. Speak to that. Um, <laughs> um, I, I agree, feeling. but speak to okay, that. Okay. Cause like, I mean, there is, for example, like this is my favorite example to use. It's like pain. People react to pain differently. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's not like if I hit my leg on a stone, I'll probably cry for like two straight hours. You'd probably be like, oh, okay, that didn't hurt so much. Mm-hmm. That's it. So like there's nothing like I'm too sensitive. I'm just sensitive in my own amount or like intensity. Because I feel like half the time people are being too careful so they don't get labeled. Okay, so I don't want to call him too much. I don't want to text him too much. I don't want to feel too much about anything or anyone because... Just because I don't want to get labeled. There's no such thing as being so sensitive. 
you have a big heart. I mean, you're going to have to find a way to deal with it. You can't shut it out forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's I mean, it's it's both a blessing and a curse. But like, you just have to <laughs> you have to deal with it. That's it. It's no such thing as like feeling too much. It's just you're feeling the right amount of way as you should because yeah. you're you. Yeah, that's it. I, I agree, and I'll add on to that by saying that we have to get into the understanding of managing parts of ourselves. I think mm. we uh, mm. we constrict a lot, you know? Yeah. We constrict and we uh, hold back so much of ourselves. And I say manage for the simple fact that managing something means not cutting it off, means that mm. it's going to always stay mm. running. It's always going to be operating. You're just... Just watching. good use. You're, mm-hmm. you're watching it. You're making sure mm-hmm. that, you know, it doesn't break down. You're making sure that mm. it doesn't um, malfunction to a certain degree or yeah. or, uh, or serve out of its purpose, you know? Mm. And I think, you know, mm. being, when you're managing it, you're also very aware of it as well. You know, you're, 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 you're remaining aware of these different things and you're able to, you know, vocalize your feelings and and be proud of the feelings that you possess. And, mm. and just the way that you express them or just the way that you react to those expressions. I think people yeah. are so uh, taken back by being by having to explain themselves sometimes. And mm. it's like, I, I could have done something in that moment out of pure just sensitivity and being triggered and, and being, you know, yeah. having a past experience. But the fact of the matter is, I have the opportunity to tell you why I felt that way. I have the opportunity mm. to tell you that you know this is what I believe that it was, and yeah. if and depending on your rea- and depending on my reaction, because it could have been a you know a defensive reaction, it could have been an offensive reaction, it could have been anything depending on you know the uh, the deepness and the severity and the seriousness of whatever it was that triggered me or made me react in a certain way. But I can explain yeah. that to you, and I think that's where I literally just had a conversation a podcast, uh, a recorded podcast where, you know, she said something really interesting, but she was just saying, we don't have enough grace for each other anymore. Mm. We don't give each no. other grace and room to emote, mm. to to just be, to just mm. feel, you know? And I think that's yeah. what I mean when just I say... Just let yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I mean when I say manage, because it's like, if we all have the mindset that we're managing you know, our emotions and sensitivity, not to a certain degree where we're restricting ourselves, but we're understanding it. It's checks and balances. We're keeping the report, <laughs> you know, like this is what, yeah. this is why this happens with this. So that way you can come into even more full understanding of yourself and, and possibly understand why you, certain things, you know, uh, give this certain reaction. Yeah, but in restrict, I don't know. I just, I just feel like, when when we're not the ones being sensitive at the, in that moment, people treat it like it's the craziest thing ever, you know, like yeah, as if you've never been here before, you know, like mm. you've been here before, you've been sensitive in a moment. Why are you acting strange? <laughs> Why are you acting as if me being sensitive about this is like yeah. so, so crazy and like, so alien to you? It don't it it like it it's just, it this may not be a sensitive topic for you. But it's one for me. But it is for me. So let me be. Yeah, like, okay. like bear with me, level with okay. me. You know what I'm saying? Bring, <laughs> bring, bring your like, like big bold ass heart 
because quote to unquote, nothing affects you. You to, know, you it's know, so hard. Yeah, I yeah, because because I, I don't, I don't. But like, if you if you're a person who presents yourself as so nonchalant, I'm I'm already telling, I'm already in my mind thinking, man, I can only imagine how much shit get to you. You know, that's just a front. Like, like, you feel stuff. I know you do. I can only imagine the type of shit that gets to you. It's probably the stuff that wouldn't get to me that get to you. But you mm. you, 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 present yourself mm. in such mm. a staunch, like, I don't give a damn. I have no fucks to give. I, I'm good. Nothing affects me. Y'all really be out here just tripping too much on, on the simplest stuff. I'm, I'm just, I'm me. I'm, you know, it is what it is. You know, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Come on now. Cry, my nigga. Cry. It's okay. I know you want to. I know you want to. Like, it's all right. Get mad. Get sad. Ooh, like, break a plate. Like, do something. And I think we. Let's we, it all out. Yeah. We, do, we just kind of are just on go or trying our best to deflect those natural reactions and emotions that and we just sit sad. there. Yeah. And like, what are we becoming? Robots? Like, mm-hmm. it's just like fully grown people full of hurt waiting to bust out at like yeah. the most unrelated thing. Cause you just be like on the line and someone just will see like, what the fuck? Nigga, like you didn't cry like two weeks ago. Just calm down. Okay. Yeah. So not yeah. even, you know, so I feel like as much as we can, we should just really let ourselves feel any and everything, okay? There's no right way to love. There is no by-the-book rule and how you should be loved. There is just... It's just... Feel whatever you're feeling at the moment and don't make excuses for it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it. Girl, this is good. <laughs> Ooh! Yes! <laughs> you, you, I love talking to you, girl. Yes, yes. Yeah, I, love I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. But, um... But uh, before before I before I before I go, I want to tell okay. everybody who who does follow you, who is listening, uh, you can again you can follow me at King. Please follow him at King's Unscored Memoirs, and mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and you can follow the uh, podcast on Instagram at the Simply King Pod. Great yeah. great catalog. Uh, mm-hmm. Been doing this for years. You definitely should check out Eddie Kahn's, uh episode, Our Dark Skin, which was a great, it's a classic. That's one of them She's evergreen episodes. To it again. Mm-hmm, That's one of them evergreen mm-hmm. episodes you listen good. to at any time. It was so good. You know, you can listen to it at any <laughs> yeah. time and you're gonna, it's going to hit. You feel me? Um, so, yes, go listen. Go check every, go check out everything. You're going to love it. And, um, and I appreciate you. And I appreciate you for doing this. You know what I'm saying? Like you already are a word, a wordsmith in your own right. And the fact that you're vocalizing, choosing to vocalize it when you could have just continued to, you know, write books of poetry and write essays yeah. and just keep, <laughs> keep writing, writing, writing. But it's great to put a voice to the words. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah. it, it, yeah. As they as they say on Twitter, it hit different. <laughs> it did. Period. <laughs> Period. But no, that's all. That's all I have. <laughs> Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. I hope you guys. I'm sure you guys enjoyed it. Like I hope. Um. Yeah. So we will definitely do something else again soon. For sure. When adult life lets us. But yeah. Thank you so much for joining. Um. Yeah. Bye. 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 <laughs>
remember Remember the night in Miami First time you put your arms around me I'm up reminiscing Thinking about you isn't helping Thinking about you doesn't tell